Welcome to A World of Possibilities, an educational podcast by Phil Cisneros. Phil Cisneros, educator, transformational management consultant, musician, and author, interviews extraordinary personalities, has conversations about events, books, music, experiences, possible futures, workshops, and various transformational ways of navigating powerfully through life that opens up worlds of possibilities. Welcome to A World of Possibilities, an educational podcast. I'm Phil Cisneros, your host for all the episodes of A World of Possibilities. Hello everyone, it's Phil Cisneros of World of Possibilities. I'm so excited today to have Christine Andreasen here with us today of Christine and Company. Oh man, oh man, we're so fortunate to have her today. And we got a lot to share with you about this powerful, incredible woman who's accomplished a lot and may be an inspiration for you and to be all that you can be because that's who she's been. And she's been an inspiration for me just reading about her. So uh, welcome, Christine. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank oh, you for having me. It's great to have you. And, um, you know, I know we could do this probably for hours about you and what <laughs> you've accomplished. But I always like to start out my podcast with people need to get to know you and your background and um, how you got to where you're at today and where it all started and where your breakthroughs and your accomplishments. So wherever you want to start at the beginning will work. So I'll leave it up to you. Okay. Well, I think, you know, as many of us, that breakthroughs usually come after a breakdown and my story is much like that. So uh, let's see, how did I get into real estate? I was actually in real estate in 1996. I got licensed. Um, I had been an entrepreneur most of my, most of my life. I had started my first company when I was 21 and then I wanted something that was a little bit more flexible because I, I was leading seminars for this one company you and I both know, right? Yes. In 1996, I got my real estate license and I'd only sold one house, Phil, one house. Wow. But a I was brand new, sold one house and a gentleman um, as a brand new agent, he saw me speaking somewhere and said, what are you doing selling real estate? You should be leading. You should be a keynote speaker. And he was a keynote speaker in the real estate industry. And I said, but I've only sold one house. I'm brand new. And he said, doesn't matter. Come with me. And he took me to Savannah, Georgia with him for a week. And I watched him present and really, you know, roll out this package that empowered agents and really supported mm. agents and becoming the best agents. And one thing led to another. And for the next 10 years, I was a keynote speaker in the real estate industry. So I was no longer selling real estate. I was traveling around the world, meeting agents and talking to them about putting their business together. And uh, 2007, yeah, 2007. By the way, I have full carte blanche to be TMI, yeah? Yes. <laughs> No such thing as TMI, probably. No, no. Yeah, go ahead. You're, you're. Uh, 
this is open territory. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm pretty transparent, but I know it sounds like a lot when you start telling stories like this. But in 2007, I got a call from my mom and she had just been given a four week diagnosis. Oh. She had four weeks to live. She was 62 years old and she had inflammatory breast cancer and she was in Florida and I was in Washington. You can't get much further apart than Seattle and Florida. And I got on a plane that day and I went to be with my mom like anybody would. And I thought I had four weeks with her, but we fought, you know, my mom and I fought shoulder to shoulder that we fought cancer and I got to be with her for 18 months. Oh, that's incredible. So it was pretty miraculous. Nobody thought she was going to live that long. I still lost my mom at, when she was only 63, but in those 18 months, I didn't work. And I pretty much spent all my savings and I mean, I would do it all again, but I spent everything, including tax money, savings, can't, you know, sold stock because I wanted to spend that time with her. And I was flying back and forth between Florida and Washington for 18 months. And then, yeah, and but you know, can I say something here? I just want to thank you for really being that gift for your mom in her final days yeah. that all the money in the world cannot replace you know the, the being with your mother especially at her final days right so right. you i say you you know spent your time well yeah and okay. uh i i just really yeah. thank you yeah thank you i mean it's your mom yeah you know so um i lost her july 28th of 2008 and um i thought well I'm broke. <laughs> I haven't been working for 18 months. I should, I should go back to work. And I, I called the one company that um, booked most of my, most of, there was one company, they said, any day you'll speak, we'll book you. So they ended up dominating most of my keynote speaking career. And I called them and I got back on the schedule and I started speaking. And I think we all know what happened in October of 2008, the bottom fell out of the real estate market and that company went under. Yes. The recession was across the board, right? Yep. But it was, I, I don't know, started by or most, what the most impacted industry was, was real estate, you know, because of the fact that it was the big short. It was yes. all banks with all the bad money. So, um, so here I am. I just lost a quarter million dollar a year job. I just lost my mom. I have no savings. I owe the IRS. And I'm like, what? in the world am I gonna do? And I thought, you know, Warren Buffett says to be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. <laughs> and I saw all these agents fleeing the real estate industry. So I thought, I'm tapping in, I'm gonna get licensed to sell real estate. So I got into real estate in January of 2009 when everybody else was lining up to get the heck out of real estate. and. That's 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 how it started. I thought, you know, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I've been talking about anything is possible and talking about what you could do in the real estate industry for 10 years. So maybe it's time I show show myself what's possible. So that's when I got into real estate. And then probably took me a couple of years to get myself out of the hole that I had dug. And then a dear friend of mine, Aaron Hinden, I believe, you know, Aaron Hinden yes. mm -hmm. um, came to me in 2013. Yeah, 2013 and said, I'm going to get into real estate, Christine, and I'm going to be on your team. And I said, I don't have a team. And he said, you do now. And that's how <laughs> it started. So, 
Aaron and I have been building a team ever since. And that's and, in Seattle, right? Yep. Well, all over Western Washington. He lives in a place okay. called Ashon. I live in Seattle. We have agents from Shoreline to Gig Harbor and everywhere in between. Yeah, and your first teammate was from Vashon Island, right? That's right. My first yeah. teammate was from Vashon. Well, no, at the time he lived in Fremont. He recently, oh. he, a couple of years later, moved to Vashon. So he oh, was okay. with me and he and I just started and um, we were so proud of what we built. You know, he's also the co-author of the book and we are really, um, we're not your ordinary real estate team. We really are out to empower agents to live a life they love and love the business that they grow. And that's what we've been up to for the last decade. That's great. Well, listen, I have a question. Yeah. When you were growing up, did you ever dream of being a real estate agent? No, never. What no. were your dreams? What were the things you were like looking at as, as a young woman? Yeah, great. Well, as a kid, I always wanted to be a zoologist, but then I got into college and decided to be an attorney. And I was literally in San Diego visiting my mom and checking out Pepperdine, where I thought I was going to go for law school. And I met an entrepreneur. I met a man and he said, you should be an entrepreneur. I've just had these miraculous people come you know, see, meet me somewhere and tell me, you should try this. And I'm like, okay. So I opened my first company, dropped out of college at 21 and, you know, that was that for me. I, I was I was in love with being an entrepreneur, and yeah, see, I, yeah. I loved I loved that the that you are surrounded always by people who are for you. Mm. Now that I, I want that. the listeners out there to, if you're aware of it in the wake of it, they're probably around around you all the time. But if right. we're asleep to it, we don't even know they're there. And you have this uncanny way of drawing people near you who are of you know, great help to you do that extra boost that you need to do the next thing. So there, that's something special about you. That's mm -hmm. you, you have an openness about receiving. Hmm, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, have, I have magical people around me, but they're everywhere. It's exactly what you said. It's exactly what you said. If you're open to the contribution that people are, they'll contribute. Yep. That's yeah. great. Well, yeah. um, by the way, my brother is a zookeeper. He is? Yeah. Oh. And if, if you ever want to go to Salt Lake City, he's at the Salt Lake City Zoo. Wow. I lived in Salt Lake City for eight years. I ran the, a landmark center there in Salt Lake City in my 20s. Wow. Funny? Yeah. So here you are. You were going to be a zoologist. Then you went to be a, an attorney. And then you became an entrepreneur. And then the rest of the story we've heard. And now you're in Seattle, greater Washington area. Uh, and how many people are on your team? One, two, three, four. I would say 15, including my three or four admin. Is, I have a staging team and a director of operations and a transaction coordinator and then probably 10 or 11 agents. We're bringing on a new agent as we speak. So that's why I said 10 or 11 because she's not quite on board. But we usually keep it around 15. That's great. Yeah, good size. When most people are you know, achieving something or growing something, they have some methodology of saying this shall happen. What would be, you know, for our listeners out there, you know, and they're looking at growing their business or growing into a business uh, or starting one. What's a framework that you have? You don't have to give away your trade secrets. And how would you look at 2024 or in previous years, the following year, you know, the new year? that would help you grow and expand the business? 
Yeah. Um, well, a couple of things. I think, first of all, I have a leadership council. I don't do it alone. I'm a smart enough girl to know that I, one brain is not enough, right? So, you know, myself and Matt and Aaron and Sarah, we all went to Santa Barbara to a workshop last November and we sat down and really said, what are we about? What are we about? And who do we want to be for this industry? Who do we want to be for the people on our team? What do we want to provide? And it, it couldn't be cookie cutter, just, you know, the same old, same old. We really, I mean, it was mind numbing the work that we did, but we did it in a course called the autonomy course, which I highly recommend. What's the and name of it again? The autonomy course. Autonomy. Okay. Got yeah. it. It's run by uh, Jeff Wilmore and Richard Condon. And they're both former forum leaders that I had worked with for decades. So oh, I know Richard Condon. He was incredible. Really yeah, great guy. He is, he is still incredible. Yes. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and we went and we put our heads down and we really went to work on who are we and what are we about? And from there, then we could see the actions there were to take oh. and the things that were to, you know. Perfect. Perfect. So, so somebody we, out there is going, okay, what's next? How do I go about doing this? You kind of define who are we? At the end of my life, what would have me say my life was worth living? And so we created that our company is creating, we're all about creating connections that bring forth the miraculous. Wow. Wow. Can you say that again? I think that's so brilliant. Go ahead. Yes, our company is about creating connections that bring forth the miraculous. Oh, and in real estate, that's really something. Right. You know? Yeah, right. especially if people have a dream about a home that they want to have or a house that they want to sell to move on to another home. Or a portfolio right? they want to build for, for passive income or future generational wealth or any of that, you know. And the thing that's so cool about it, though, though, we created that and we thought, you know, this could be the fulfillment of who we are if we're selling hot dogs or real estate. Yeah. It's about having your true expression be how you run your business. Now, taking that and sharing it with your team so that they live and breathe what you just shared. What's that like? You know, what, yeah. you know, because you can't like you said, you can't do it by yourself, but you yeah. can't have helpers. Yeah. You have to have people living and breathing a vision, right? Yeah. So we actually lead a course. Aaron and I lead a course called the Realtor's Edge. It's a three-month course. And everybody who's welcome, whether they're on our team or not, any real estate agent, it's really about for yourself finding out what your true calling is. So every agent on my team also has an expression of who they are and what they want to fulfill on in their lifetime. And then we walk them through that process of inventing that for themselves. And then we look at what does it take to build the foundation strong enough for the empire they want to create. And that's what we work with them on for 90 days. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Cause it, if it's a living and breathing organization, that's the mission it's living and breathing the mission and the vision. You don't have to manage people as much because they are the vision. They're being that wherever they go. That's right. They And it also makes it really easy for the agents that I choose or not, if they're a cultural fit, because I know they'll they'll either hear that and they'll be like, wow, or they'll be like, you're weird. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably hard people. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> That's great. You know, but to each his own. Well, I'm going to get into a place now that I, 
some people find it difficult to be with, and that is their accolades, the achievements, the accomplishments, the rewards, the uh, uh, the awards. And I, I'd like to, for you to speak and dwell in, you know, your accomplishments, the awards that were given to you, uh, that the fact that you were many times voted number one uh, in Seattle area for, as a real estate company. So why don't you share a little bit about some of those and there are many. Well, like I said, we could, I could go on for hours with you. So why don't you go ahead I mean, and share? I think, I think they're easy to share when you know you didn't do it alone. It's not about you, right? So it's the team. Yeah, we've been featured in Seattle Magazine. We've been voted one of the best of Seattle for 14 years running. Um, we just, you know, we pride ourselves on really being of service and taking care of our clients and being knowledgeable and being masters in our industry. So that's probably a lot of where we get those votes from, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I think it's two years now that I was featured in Forbes top 500, which is huge for me. That one's a, that one's one that's like, no way. Right. So that's pretty. Wow. I love how you said it was the team that produced these accolades and these awards, but is there anything, you know, that you say, I deserved this. I worked hard for it. I went through many hoops and it was great to get recognized. Well, I think, I think that comes along with all of them, right? Every time the team's acknowledged, I do know that I, I remember where I came from. I remember the first two years in real estate crying myself to sleep because I didn't know if I was going to be able to save. By the way, when I, when I, when it crashed in 2008, I had houses now that I had bought that were worth less than I owed on them that I had to short sell. So, I mean, I lost everything. And the house I'm sitting in today, I fought for two years to save. And I, I couldn't pay my mortgage, just like many, many, many people out there. It was upside down. And I fought and fought and fought to get it, to get it uh, modified, to get the loan modified and to save the house. And so I remember, I remember those days where I was living on Taco Bell because it was only a dollar nineteen. And I had gone from a lot making really great money to that life. So to be able to bounce back is something that I am like, okay, you did that. You got this. And when things go, you know, this year, 2023, has been one of the slowest years in the last probably 12 years for me, real estate wise. Mm -hmm. You know, the industry really, really, really took a turn in 2023. And I have to remember, you got this. You've been yeah. here. You've done this. You got this. The other thing that you um, also did was <laughs> that you were able to inspire people through uh, your public speaking engagements. And where where are you currently speaking or have been speaking uh, to groups? or And what are you saying to people? Yeah, it's an interesting question. My entire life took a massive pivot during COVID, like I think many, many, many people did. And I really, I really dealt with that I was no longer going to live in the grind of an 80 hour week. I really, when I, when we came to a screeching halt, I knew I was never going back. Right. So I completed leading seminars for Landmark. So I'm no longer leading courses there because that was a good 30 hours a week of volunteer work, no less. Yes, yes. And you were well known and well admired and well attended in yeah, all the seminars. I was, I was, I had enough accountabilities that it had become a full-time job. Yeah. You know, so I stepped down from my position there and 
And then I stopped, you know, we weren't doing any keynotes. We weren't doing any, we weren't doing any public events. So I really slowed everything down. And Aaron and I put together this, this Realtors Edge course, which is something that we really, really just love and believe in. And we're so excited about, and we love that it just, we love the results that the agents get out of, you know, out of participating. So that's a big one for us right now. We've been putting all of our energy in that. We started doing it live in our office, but we had so many people trying to zoom in from other states that it, it's tough to do something half zoom and half live. So we rolled it over to zoom. So we're doing zoom now and I'm working on, I'm working on another, I don't know if we'll call it a course or a presentation or what, but something about it not being about the grind, something about getting into the flow of it instead of the grind of it. Right. I've been really for myself looking at how do I live in flow? How do I embrace feminine energy? Because I've been embracing masculine for so many decades. So, you know, how do you slow it all down and still be successful? What would you say in, in sales, in, in, in real estate? So what's feminine look like in sales or feminine looks like in business? Or is that just a question to live into? Isn't that the inquiry? Yeah, that's yeah. the inquiry, you know? It really is like, I um, I think for me, you know, I started working with a coach once I was uh, no longer being coached at Landmark, I started working with another coach and she's an entrepreneur coach, Kelly True. Just a plug for Kelly True. She's miraculous. Yay, and Kelly. <laughs> it, yay, Kelly. It was the toughest thing in the beginning, Phil. Like she had to fight me to put five minutes in between appointments. She's like, could you breathe and take a sip of water between appointments? I'm like, no. You know, so one of the things is I have more white space in my calendar. Something yeah. as simple as that is life altering. That's great. You know, having yeah. 15 minutes now between appointments. So you're not always rushing and you could actually get in your body again and get centered and take a couple breaths. I, I think this is so valuable for any listeners out there that think they have to have the eight hour work week to be successful, you know, and the fact that you got a coach. Yeah. I think that's brilliant because oh. you got somebody outside you who can look in and see things that you can't see because you're in the fishbowl of water, right? Totally. I mean, so, I remember she said, okay, let's take the five minutes to 15 minutes between appointments. And I was like, that's two wasted hours of the day to break it up <laughs> between, you know? But in my mind, that was logical. And so, and now, thank goodness I listened to her because I have so much space. That's and great. Grace in my life. Now I follow you on Facebook all the time because I'm a fan of yours, anyways. But uh, but you've taken up a really great hobby, boating. So, <laughs> yeah, and and you have a wonderful little dog as well, and I've seen that. So tell us more about what got you into boating as a hobby. What was it that? Because everybody's got to have life balance, right? And yeah. boating is definitely a way of not being in the office. Yes. Well, when it was, uh, when COVID hit, I've always loved the water. I'm a diver. I mean, I've always, always loved the water. Any vacation I go on, it's like a beach or nothing. Do you know? I'm like, why would anybody go inland? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. That's so, why Pepperdine was so attractive, I bet. San Diego, yeah, for sure, <laughs> right? So, um, so uh, I mean, I've just always loved the water. And when COVID hit, I was dating someone who had a boat. And we just took off and got on that boat for a couple of weeks. And I was like, are you kidding me? We could live like this? Do you know, I could run my business from a boat? And it never 
while we do do a lot in our office now, it never it never came all the way back to where it's 100% in the office. Mm-hmm. We still run Zoom all the time together with clients. And, and so then in 2020, I bought a boat. <laughs> I bought a boat. <laughs> I know, isn't it crazy? No, and no, I- no. It's 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 really great because it if it's not a sport or if it's not a tr- doing triathlons, it's a boat. You know, like because you got to keep a boat clean. You guys needs maintenance. It needs needs caring. It needs right. A- and in order for you to take it out, the equipment has to be double checked. Blah blah blah. I go on and on, right? Yeah, and then I well, so I uh, I bought that boat, and I didn't know how to really. I mean, I had driven. This guy I was dating, I drove, I drove his boat periodically, but I was no expert. So I hired a captain to come teach me how to be a single woman on a boat and dock a boat and drive my boat and take care of my boat. And it was awesome. There's that coaching again. That's yeah. pretty smart. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think coaching's, I mean, anybody that doesn't have a coach, if you want to do something and you want to do it well, you need a coach. Yeah. I even get people to remember for me. <laughs> what's that mean you get people that means to- like uh, what's the name of that author oh yeah john <laughs> what's what's the name of that author oh yeah okay great thanks <laughs> yeah, that's awesome that's because awesome. you know as i get older you know there's sometimes you just don't remember as much and and you get other people surrounding you and you can have people that love to contribute to you right they they people want to be a contribution so much so right. It's so smart of you to look at that, especially if there's somebody who's an expert or a master at what they're doing. Right. Right. And so now, now here you are being that captain of the real estate arena and you and Aaron Hendon created and wrote a book together. What was got you to write a book? Yeah, right. Uh, it's actually a series of a podcast that we did for over a year and where we interviewed top agents and top real estate brokers and top teams around, I was going to say around the country, but I think we had two people that were international plus Canada. So around the world, we interviewed top agents for the same reason that we do what we do, because we wanted to empower agents. We wanted to let them know, here's the keys to the kingdom. Here's the tools. You too can do this, you know, and you pick your style. One of the things I love about that podcast was this person could be just as successful as this person. And they did it completely differently. And they had completely different styles and completely different theories. And it was just fascinating to listen to all these people who had become successful and then to be able to put that all together and share it with the, with the whole, well, share it with the world was our intention. Yeah. I love that you have with every person, there is a path. So you got, together you got all the um uh the the interviews and took the best of the interviews and put them together in the book and the book's published where do people get your book Uh, it's on amazon it's a bestseller on amazon go figure um i mean you could reach out to me i i can get a copy to people if they want it but i mean it's easy to find on amazon what's the name of the book am i doing it right am i doing it right that's what everybody wants to know. And we're like, there's a million ways to do it. That's beautiful. That is great. Have you had any response from people reading it? Yeah, we've had people reach out. It's fun. We've had lots of people that, you know, we're like, we didn't even know you wrote a book. And people that knew me from other 
other places in life see it. And that's fun. It's just a way to connect with people. And we have agents that are, you know, they are interested that they find out about it or they find out about us from that book. So, I mean, we literally can help people across the world, whether they're a real estate agent or a buyer or a seller, we're international and we're in a company that's international and we're stakeholders in this brokerage EXP. So we really like that it reached out to people far out of our just community. Right. I think I remember that you were in the very beginning stages of EXP, correct? I think uh, I've been with EXP now almost five years and they've been around for 14. So they're still oh, in okay. the beginning stages, quite right. frankly. But yeah. That's great. Yeah. And um, I'm very interested also in uh, not only people purchasing the book and learning from it. Do you have workshops that are, that are going to go with it? Like the name of the workshop, am I doing it right? <laughs> That's a fabulous idea. We have Realtor's Edge, which is the one workshop that we lead. And we lead it pretty regularly, a few times a year, and it's 90 days. So that's the that's the current offering that we have. But I do like that idea. I'm going to have to talk to Aaron about that. We have to get one called, Am I Doing It Right? Well, see, I think that's a workshop for in any field people are doing. Right? So you could open it. I mean, that opens it up to a lot of businesses because that, you know, Am I doing it right in restaurant? Am I doing it right in uh, retail sales? Am I doing it right in, you know, like you name it. It, right. I, it Because I think you've got something there and uh, I think it's very valuable for people. Awesome. Yeah, and in the Realtors Edge, we thought about that. We thought about taking out the word Realtors and just having it be called the Edge and opening it up to all, all, all different uh, occupations because it's all the same. Lead, having a foundation built for what you want to create is going to be the same across the board. Yeah. Maybe even, uh, you know, national governments might take a I look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to put my hand in that blender. Okay. All right. Great. <laughs> uh, but it could impact the business world like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Now, um, Wow, such incredible uh, history, such an incredible present that you're currently uh, developing. Now, I would like you to share about the vision you have for the future, for yourself and for the company that you see happening. And you shared a little bit about the impact, but why don't you elaborate a little bit more? Yeah, um, I think, you know, if I had my dream come true, all of the agents on my team, I would teach them how to build their own team and do what I've done. And then they could just go off and create their own empire. And I would just keep that flow going like that. And then I definitely am getting into very much getting into and diving deep into how to uh, be more masterful and share about living in the flow versus the grind. I'm also, also, this is very premature but there's a podcast coming soon on conscious relationships and Ooh. being really conscious in your, in your relationships, being present. And again, being in the flow of life versus the grind of life. So that's definitely where my attention and intention is. And Aaron and I are at work on it. Travis, my partner and I, my romantic partner, not business. Yep. Partner. Well, probably going to be business partner as well. We're, we're looking at the <laughs> podcast and creating um, content and thinking about it, but it's all in the brewing stages, but I definitely think it's coming in 2024. 
There'll be a lot uh, I'm going to be talking about, about being in the flow and being conscious and conscious dating. Excellent. If people wanted to listen to the past podcast, you said you had uh, created, are they still up and running? Yeah, I think you could go on YouTube and Google my name and you'll find them. Okay, good, good. I just wanted to give people that access so you can listen to them. Um, And then in the future podcast, you're going to be speaking about the edge I know, maybe, right? If we take out Realtor, then it'll just be The Edge. But currently, that's not a podcast that we do. That's the course that we lead. Right. I mean, but you're going to be sharing about how to have and attain that edge is in the podcast or what is, what are the future podcasts going to be about? Oh, uh, you mean the ones about the flow, about being- Right. Oh, that's what it is. Yes. The flow. Yeah. Okay. So the grind. Yeah, ver- the flow versus the grind. I have images of when you, I can see me floating in a inner tube, you know, in a river and sipping a nice drink, you know, and <laughs> and, and and then the the grind. I I just see uh, big machines and wheels crunching people, you know, you know. So yeah, okay, great. A whole different life. I mean, I had adrenal failure in my twenties because I was just going and going and going and going and going and going and. Wow. I'm not going to live that way. Yeah, good, good. Especially this time in life. That's why I'm really enjoying my life now and traveling a lot. Thank and uh, I'm so glad that you're you're bringing this for people. And that what you said about COVID really changing uh, the culture uh, where people were at the office all the time. And now we're, we have access to all, I mean, even I, I actually, my business, my consulting business, my courses, that I, that I lead went through the roof during COVID. Yeah. Because yeah. I was doing it on Zoom. Wow. Yeah, it made it more accessible for everybody, right? Yep. So it, it there's something to say about the breakdowns, as you said in the beginning, that the breakdowns caused the breakthroughs. Right. Yeah, for sure. And that, to be able to have that access of looking at it, because I've talked to a lot of people too in business for over the years, and a lot of people get stopped by the breakdowns, the things that don't work, the things that look like a dead end, you know. And uh, one more question about that. What do you say to people if they're currently facing a stop in their life or their business? What would you offer to them? Well, I think you've said it, a, you've underlined it a couple of times, but I'm like, get a coach, get in yeah. communication, get out of your head, call somebody, call me if you're in real estate, I don't care. Call somebody, have a mentor, have a coach, have someone you trust, have a confidant, have someone who's not going to buy your excuses, but they're going to hear you. They're going to be able to hear you without judgment, you know, and really just get in communication. I could never have gotten where I am alone. Excellent. Very good. So anything else about the future for you, you personally, not the company, you personally? Uh. Let's Places see. you want to go see, uh, things that you want to go do. Oh, yeah. I have an intention to own a property within the next few years, either in Belize or somewhere in Central or South America on a beach where my dog could run free and I could run my business from there during the winter months because we all know what Seattle's like from November to February, right? Right. Maybe I should say October to March or July, something like that, right? So it, it's. It's exactly the opposite in Costa Rica. 
I know, right? There's so many beautiful places that I could be when it's, uh, you know, cold and dreary here. So, you know, and then we thought about, uh, again, Travis and I were thinking about even a retreat, uh, a wellness retreat in Belize. I just, I just went to a, a women's retreat in Tulum two months ago, and it was divine. <laughs> Where is Tulum? Mexico. Oh, okay. Got it. Tulum's like 70 miles out of, uh, you find the Cancun. So it's on that oh. side, which is lovely. The water's right. divine. And, um, we were there probably with women, you know, Nancy Zapolsky and Angie Mattingly. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, Nancy Nancy Zapolsky registered me in this work. She she was my portal into transformation. Not amazing. So yeah. they were there leading a women's retreat. And I got to go be with 30 transformational, magical, just amazing women. And I thought, oh, I could do this. I could oh, we could open one of these. Well, you you were invited because you are one of those. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. And, and it's such a pleasure to have you and interview you. And I've been so excited. I've been like going like, okay, today's the day I got to call Christine. Today, I got to reach her. I got to get her on a podcast. People need to know about this woman. Ah, oh, you're awesome. Thank you. Yeah, well, you're welcome. Uh, stay tuned. If we open, I mean, I think we if we're going to do a retreat, it'll be on conscious dating. I've learned so much. You're asking about the personal part. I've I've learned so much about relationships that I just never I mean miraculous things I've learned in the last year about relationships romantic relationships so I think there's things that we can share that that would be great that's a work-life balance uh conversation so man it'd be great to have another podcast on that alone wouldn't it right well once I have some content I'll let you know <laughs> okay great great well you'll be notified I'll be looking for you anyways but I I just want to thank you again and I know all the listeners we are going to be excited to hear this interview and uh, they got an extreme value from today just by your sharing and who you've been through life and the contribution you are to people and the gift you are to the real estate arena. You're kind. Thank you. Thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for allowing people to contribute and to get to know other human beings on the world and what we're up to, huh? Just sharing life with 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 people. It's fabulous. Thanks for doing that. You're welcome. Well, that's the end of our show, and I really appreciate it. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in to A World of Possibilities. Thank you for joining us on A World of Possibilities, an educational podcast. Follow us as we take a powerful journey with extraordinary guests, conversations, and possibilities for the future. Thank you for listening, and make sure you share this podcast with others. Have a great day. It's a brand new day.